Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey, what's up? I'm Erica Cruz Guevara, the host of The Bay. Donations keep independent journalism alive and healthy. And you support outstanding journalism when you support KQED. So if you haven't yet, check out donate.kqed.org slash podcasts. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcasts with an S. From KQED. There are two kids at a beach. One's white, one's black. The black kid comes up to the white kid and asks, is this your beach ball? They make small talk. The black kid says, I see you're making a sandcastle. Looks kind of crooked. Then Charlie Brown says, I guess it kind of is. Where I come from, I'm not famous for doing things right. That was the first time the country was introduced to Franklin, a character in the Peanuts comic strip created by Charles M. Schultz in the North Bay. Franklin was an African-American boy, and this week he celebrates 50 years as a Peanuts character. I'm Devin Kadiyama. Welcome to the Bay. You know, we get PhD students, we get kids doing their history day projects. Um, we get all sorts of people really wanting to learn more about Schultz. When I spoke with Cesar Gallegos back in 2015, he was an archivist for the Charles M. Schultz Museum and Research Center in Santa Rosa. Gallegos says that Franklin's character was created in the late 1960s and in the middle of the civil rights era. I'm tired of evil. I'm not going to use violence, no matter who says it. Good evening, Dr. Martin Luther King, the apostle of nonviolence in the civil rights movement, has been shot to death in Memphis, Tennessee. So context is really important, as you mentioned. And what happens next is a school teacher from Sherman Oaks, California, named Harry Glickman. She writes a letter to Charles Schultz asking him to integrate the strip. Dear Mr. Schultz, since the death of Martin Luther King, I've been asking myself what I can do to help change those conditions in our society which led to the assassination and which contribute to the vast sea of misunderstanding, fear, hate, and violence. So in our museum collection, we actually have the whole correspondence, the back and forth between Glickman and Schultz. And initially, she writes to Schultz um, telling him a mainstream comic like Peanuts would be a great platform to introduce some, somebody like Franklin, an African-American character. Glickman's first letter was dated April 15, 1968. A week and a half later, Charles Schultz writes back. What was your reaction when Charles Schultz responded to this letter that you oh, wrote? I was in? jubilant. I was so excited. This is from an interview the Charles M. Schultz Museum did with Harriet Glickman back in 2014. I mean, first of all, he was an icon himself. And um, the fact that he actually read my letter and paid attention to it and thought about it, um, I was very impressed. How many letters uh, were going back and forth between uh, Glickman and Schultz? We have quite a few that started from April all the way to July. And Schultz initially was very hesitant because he didn't want to be patronizing and he wasn't sure whether or not he could write to such a character. In his first response back to Glickman, you can see how Schultz is conflicted. 
He ends the letter by saying, quote, I don't know what the solution is. Glickman eventually writes back and asks to share his letter with some of her black friends, who in turn write their own letters to Schultz. Then in July 1968, Schultz writes a letter to Glickman, letting her know to look out for a new character in the coming weeks. So what was your reaction when the first Franklin strip? I called out? everybody in the family. <laughs> uh, we were, you know, everyone knew about it among my friends and family. And it was very exciting because I said to my children, this is a lesson. One person can make a difference. It's a very little difference, not earth-shaking, but it's a difference. Overall, the public reaction was so positive. The syndicate sent Schultz a large assortment of letters that we actually have in our collection and all very positive. There was a few mentions of some newspapers that wrote to Schultz and said, we won't write, we won't publish your strip if you continue to have Franklin in the Peanuts comic. But Schultz held his ground. Uh, what about the public reaction? What, what kind of uh, either responses did you get from, from folks, letters? Uh, what can you share with us? I think what um, some of the letters that we have from our collection is just really um, from people saying that they're so excited to see um, an African-American char- character and that color doesn't matter. Um, and again, this is from 1968, so it was a pretty f- profound thing. So as mild as it was, as unobtrusive as it was, it still caused a huge furor in some parts of the country, a little picture this big of a kid who was not quite as light as the other characters. Is there any reason he called the character Franklin? No, we actually don't know why he called him Franklin. Um, but um, Franklin is probably one of the most witty characters in Peanuts. Um, he's Peppermint Patty's classmate and uh, team member and her baseball team. And I guess you got to be kind of witty if you're with Peppermint Patty. <laughs> I think so. I just talked to Charlie Brown. He said dinner would be served a little earlier. Great, we're ready. You think I should wear a tie? Nah, you can come as you are, Franklin. Old Chuck won't mind. Besides, he didn't say it was formal. And what does the last correspondence, the last letter, look like from Schultz back to Glickman? So the last correspondence reads... You will be pleased to know that I have taken the first steps in doing something about presenting a Negro child in the comic strip during the week of July 29th. I have drawn an episode which I think will please you. Kindest regards. Sincerely yours, Charles Schultz. Cesar Gallegos was an archivist for the Charles M. Schultz Museum and Research Center in Santa Rosa. That interview was recorded back in 2015. Thanks to the museum for providing us pictures of some of the original letters. If you want to check them out, you can see the link at our episode notes. And you can also check out my tweets. I'm at Radio Devon. So the Bay Team is going to be hanging out next Wednesday, August 8th at 6 p.m. at Southern Pacific Brewing in San Francisco's Mission District. It's a few blocks from KQED Studios. And we want to meet you. Come on by, have a drink, have something to eat. We're going to be the people there with some kind of balloon. That's what we've decided. We haven't decided which balloon, but just look out for a balloon. So come out to meet us. Say what's up. I'm Devin Kadiyama. You've been listening to The Bay.
Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid, and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio. It was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support.